0: Year, and that lets you save here. true form
1: love. we have all the we have no excuses now yeah, just a lack of creativity is the only thing holding us back
0: welcome to exploring mind and body with drew tadia drew is an expert in nutrition fitness lifestyle and more and he wants to help you live a healthier longer and more active life now here's your host drew tadia welcome to another edition of nationally syndicated exploring mind and body thank you so much for being here thank you for tuning in and being a part of our true form life community whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world We certainly wouldn't be here without you. Today, I'm bringing on Jack Stafford, and he was an absolute pleasure to interview. I got to tell you, great guy. We talked before a little bit. We talked after. I wish him all the best with his future endeavors, which I'll mention here at the end. But you're going to hear about it on the interview as well. He started out, incredible story, I got to tell you. He started out basically couch surfing and playing music for friends and families of the people that he's staying on the couches with. It's, it's a thing. You can actually look it up. I looked it up not too long ago. I didn't even know couch surfing was a thing, but Jack kind of traveled all over the world. He talked about living in Amsterdam and New Zealand, and he's in south of Italy right now. I think it's really cool. People that travel, and I was very fortunate to, to travel earlier on in life, and I traveled recently as well, so would call myself a world traveler as well. But I just think you have so many benefits, I suppose, in life by seeing other cultures and even in different customs and norms and jack is well read and he has really cool stories and he plays music for people's health like what a great thing to do <laughs> what a great thing to do for not just for himself but other people and he talks about how he's healing himself from the inside out and then then mentally and spiritually And uh, we just had a really nice conversation. And sometimes I'm inspired after conversations or interviews like this. So I'm grateful I get the chance. I got the chance to speak with Jack. And I'm grateful to share this opportunity with you to have a listen to the show. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up.
1: Um... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea.
0: All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. We got Jack with us online right now from a very far place away. He's going to tell you all about that shortly. Welcome to the show, Jack. Hey, Drew. Thanks for having me. We are excited to be here. It's our pleasure. Why don't we jump into it? Can you tell us who you are,
1: what you do, how you got into it? Sure, sure. Well, currently I'm... uh... I'm a semi-retired singer-songwriter in the south of Italy. And um, how I got here, I was living as a nomadic troubadour traveling around the world. Uh, I traveled all across Europe, um, North America, playing house concerts. So I just turn up into someone's house and offer, I play a a show for all their friends and family in return for a couch to sleep on. And yeah, I did this for about two years and had uh, had a pretty good time and that was in New Zealand. And I met a girl, as you do. <laughs> and we we ended up traveling together for eight months across. Um, we, we cycled around New Zealand. We sailed around Australia. We bought a tandem in Bali. We cycled up through uh, Southeast Asia. And then she, after all that trip, she brought me back to the south of Italy, where I've been ever since.
0: So did you just decide that you're going to travel around and play
1: in people's homes? Or how did that come about? as with these things it happened gradually and also suddenly I was uh, living in Amsterdam. I was uh, a musician there and I was also working as a writer. Um, and I was, I had releasing singles and releasing albums there. I also went touring around Germany, um, Scandinavia from my, my base in Holland and a lot of about half of those shows it's quite common to do house concerts and they're quite a big thing. I think they started in America or Canada perhaps, um, but they, they, they were quite popular. And there was a, there was a home, a home concert scene. And when I started traveling also, I got into couch surfing and I kind of combined the two. So I would do these couch concerts. So I'd write to the people you know, on the forums for a town I was going to go and People would respond. They're usually quite social people. They're used to having someone, a stranger sleep in their house. So it's kind of a next level thing to have the stranger sing and do a whole, (laughs) you know, because I tell stories about what I've been doing and all the strange experiences I've had. Because it's kind of a self-generating thing. You do a strange experience, you get a song about it, to have more strange experiences. (laughs) It's perpetuating. And then I broke up with my girlfriend at the time. And then I went on this big binge, this big, big traveling binge, except doing what I... What I'd done before, but in just a very much more concentrated way.
0: Okay, so can you paint a picture for us when you you book this, you book a room or you book a couch, and then you go? I picture people standing all around you, and you're singing and telling stories. Take
1: us there. Yeah, it can be like um, what do you call that when uh, when everyone brings food to a place uh, in America? Potluck. Potluck. Yeah, it's kind of like a potluck or it can be, be, everyone has, everyone has a living room and even the saddest people have about 20 friends. So they could <laughs> all, yeah, they could, they could all pull in an audience. So yeah, I just, I wound up playing at, um, birthday parties or street parties or, or just every, any night of the week, you know, people would, you know, after school or 101 different scenarios.
0: Do you have a favorite story that you can share with us? I'm sure you got a hundred of them. I know the <laughs> first one that comes to your mind.
1: Oh, for example, well, how strange experiences lead to strange experiences. I was in Australia and I, um, I did a couch concert and with these couch surfers and one guy said, um, he, he explained how uh, he works in a mine. Um, which in Australia mining's a big thing, these huge open cast mines. So he said, you can come and play in my mine." He was a manager. So the next day we got on this huge aeroplane with all these other workers. It was a big jet. And we flew over to this mine and I played a, I played a show to the, to the workers in the bar and they've got a whole tour of the mine afterwards. Um, that's kind of a crazy gig. Yeah. Cause it was, there was really like, these guys were rednecks, you know, and there's <laughs> me <laughs> with my accent I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing. Uh, I'm not doing country and western, as you can probably guess. So <laughs> I don't. I don't think I was the biggest biggest success, but yeah, yeah. I got. I got some great stories out of it. Tell me about your music. Well, my my music. So uh, it's quite confessional, but it's also very self help. So so it's quite. It's quite documents my journey through life. So I, you know, I started with songs about girls. And work and I evolved into songs about you know all my traveling so I got I, I to chron- uh, the troubadour chronicles about my life as a nomadic troubadour and then I evolved into songs about the body because I've got very into Ayurveda because all this traveling's not so healthy you know eating food eating whatever's there <laughs> getting very imbalanced not sleeping enough so my health got went down um, and I got very into Ayurveda the Indian medicine system which is really a Fantastic system. And I wrote a song about, I wrote an album about that. And now I'm moving into a more of a, I moved into more of a more of a mind phase. So i got my body fixed. Now my mind's messed up, you know, because of all this, all these crazy experiences. And uh, I did a lot into meditation and Vipassana meditation. And, uh, you know, I read a lot about mindfulness and things like that. And I think, I think I've almost got it fixed. And now I'm moving into the spirit. So I've done body, mind and spirit. So tell me how your music relates to Ayurvedic. Well, I did a song. My style of songwriting is quite uh, lyrical, so it's very explaining. You know, though I talk very clearly and I explain how you can. So there's a song about how to. It's all based on the doshas. Vata Pitta Kapha. So it's kind of related to the seasons. So the your body type is kind of based on the seasons. Some people are a winter person. Some people are a a summer person, you know, some people are very hot, Some people are very cold and heavy and light and dry and you sort of balance with opposites. So it's a very, it's a very natural system that works for, works for everyone. Because I think with a lot of these, these, these diets and medicinal systems, people preach what works for them, you know, like a raw diet, everyone should be on raw. It's amazing. It works for me, you know, and if you're a big tough guy, uh, and you're struggling with weight, then yeah, But if you're, you know, if if you're a thin person like me and it's cold weather and you just eat raw food, you you just destroy your digestion. So that's just one example. But all, you know, you've got to, you've got to go with the season, you know, ketogenic in the spring, um, you know, raw food in the summer. It's just a very logical way to live. So that's the
0: way that you've been training yourself to live now.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, I, I go off the rails sometimes, but, uh, Yeah. Just eat what's in season. And I live in the South of Italy now. And that's, um, you know, when I used to live in Amsterdam, uh, the supermarket there, you, I didn't realize, I didn't understand the cucumbers are only available in the summer. And I didn't realize that potatoes are more of a winter food or everything was available. 24 all, every, all that, all, all around the year, all food is available. But here in Italy, you know, we grow it ourselves. And so we've got now we've got courgettes and um, zucchini and tomatoes and salad. And then in the winter, we don't have that stuff. So we eat, you know, we eat the grains and the heavier foods because it's cold and you, you've you got stronger digestion. So, yeah, being here in the countryside has really helped me implement that in a, in a natural way. Tell me what life is like there. Oh it's pretty it's, it's you wouldn't like it at all I mean you probably you know I mean I was on the beach this morning <laughs> meditating and you know I came back up and had breakfast off the tree it's beaches today um, yeah you wouldn't like it <laughs> <laughs> so what,
0: what tell us how the your music relates to your lifestyle maybe ayurvedic or how you're helping other people understand that there's a correlation here
1: well, with this album, uh, Ashtanga Heridium, that really helped a lot. I wrote, there's about 17 songs on there. Um, you can listen to it, it's on Spotify and, um, and it just explains all the doshas and about how you, how you can implement it in a practical way. Um, and last, last year I toured yoga festivals and I just explained to people through the medium of song, how easy Ayurveda is, um, because it can be quite complicated, you know, these things, uh the text I used was an eight to two thousand year old Sanskrit text. It's all written in poetry form in sutras. Uh so because they they used to have to remember all the texts. So the father would teach the son, they would hand it down from generation to generation. They they wrote a bit on palm leaves, but um when when someone comes to you with an illness, you remember the sutra? For that illness and oh it's 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 a poem about how to make the leaves and what to do and you know how to cook it and you know you remember you recite the sutra and then you you do it so when i put it into a song nowadays oh yeah i have a stomach trouble i remember jack's song and then you kind of follow on so i hope to update the style for the for the modern audience was what it what's
0: it called on spotify or is it just your name
1: it's uh, it just good for Jack Stafford because I stupidly gave it the uh, the Sanskrit name, so Ashtanga <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck. See what you find.
0: <laughs> where did you study this, or where did you find the ancient teachings, if you will?
1: Um, I I've been to India, but um, there's plenty of textbooks, and I, I bought I bought the original ones there. But um, yeah, I just I also distilled what I'd read from. Um, there's some great. Uh, Particularly in America and in, in, uh, in Boulder, Colorado, Lifespa.com. John Doulard he translates modern science with ancient ancient wisdom. Um, and there's many great teachers. So basically, I just made it rhyme.
0: Do you have one book that you'd recommend our
1: audience? Um, no, but go to the Lifespa blog. Um, and actually, yeah, there's there's a, do- a book by um, by Vasant Ladd and it's uh, called the Encyclopedia of Ayurveda. But, you know, the complete home cure by vasant blad
0: okay so what's what's next for you or or what do you have planned for the future are you going to be traveling more when things open up or you're
1: going to se- you settling down a bit i'm retired now yeah that's that's traveling is too much for me now yeah <laughs> i mean never say never but uh i'm going i'm going to the journey inside yeah well, you know what the thing is, I traveled
0: for about 10 years all throughout the US and then overseas, some of those places I mentioned. And it, it, it's tough. Like, I think a lot of people, how can I compare? I know a couple of people that bought motorcycles. I have a motorcycle. So I know a couple of people that bought motorcycles. And after a few months, they're like this isn't for me <laughs> and i'm like that that's fine it's not for everyone but i think that the thought it's like tr- travel right like the thought of traveling sounds amazing but you don't realize how much it how much it, it it like how much a toll it takes on your body and your mind like you've been talking about
1: oh yeah but uh, i mean i've had i wouldn't i'm glad i did it i wouldn't take it back it made me who i am but yeah, to do it again, uh, I think it's the young man's game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's exactly what I tell people. I say I wouldn't take it back,
1: but I wouldn't go back either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But It's just true with everything in life. But uh, yeah, that we with all these amazing experiences we have, I, I wouldn't be here in the South if I hadn't been to New Zealand. So,
0: Yeah, we yeah. are where we are because of our past. And I, and I think for a lot of people, once you accept that path, like for me, I like where I am in life. I, I, I appreciate my life. I like where I am. And if any we were to change any of, any of our past, then you wouldn't be where you are today. So
1: exactly, you'd just be another douchebag and and you one of those friends you left behind. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what
1: does it look like for you
0: when you wake up? Can you give us an idea of some of the meals that you have throughout the
1: day? Um, yeah, like today today it was peaches off the tree, so uh, and I had a kind of a kitchuri, i just with a dal, Uh, and rice Uh, i'm vegetarian now so it's a little less options but yeah it's feeling good i try to not to eat much in the evening because i find it stays with me through the night so i try and front load through the day i think that's a that's a good tip a lot of people in italy they they eat just a big meal before going to sleep (laughs) and that's just the recipe for disaster
0: well you know what What i thought was interesting it was as similar in germany as it was in italy at least the people that i was around and they didn't eat till, my gosh, nine, ten o'clock in the evening. And then, crazy. You, you try to sleep, and then you try to get up. Like I'm an early riser now. I try, you try to get up early, but you have that food that you're trying to digest in your system, and then you're up all night
1: waiting to eat. Oh <laughs> uh, no! It's uh, when I did the Vipassana meditation retreats, So uh, the Buddha said that he was one of the forerunners of Ayurveda. You know, and. Um, he said that don't eat after noon is the secret. Is a is there a panacea? What panic? What do you call that? Panacea? The cure all? Cure all your health problems if you don't eat after after
0: noon. Well, they didn't. Oh, the monks. I think the monks in excuse me, in the monks in Sri Lanka. I think they only ate once a day. Maybe in the oh right early morning or, or sorry, mid morning maybe. Right, it was early really Eleven.
1: Cool. Sorry. Were they begging for their food? So they had to living on donations or? Yeah,
0: it was interesting because some of them, I got a chance to talk to only one monk that spoke English and the rest uh-huh. didn't. So it was really nice to, to speak with him, but he was in other parts of the world. And he said that Sri Lanka is one of the last places where it's still acceptable to to do that, to to live completely off of donations, if you will, or other, or gratitude or I don't know what the word I'm looking for. So they would stay. So they go and they'll stand at a a front gate or maybe a door and they'll wait for food. And if people don't. And I said, well, what happens if no one brings you food? He said, (laughs) well, then you walk to the next house. But they only take they have one bowl. They only take what what they can eat. And that's their meal for the day. And that's it.
1: Yeah, no. Well, that's the that's really. Yeah, I mean, your body adapts. And you really you will be fine, you know, okay, you suffer for a few months, but you, you can adapt to anything. you know this this whole everyone's eating too much, you know so.
0: so what's next with music? Are you continually working on new
1: songs, new albums? what What does that look like in your music career? Yeah, well, I'm moving on to the to the the third part in the trilogy. I've recorded this new album about the the mind going deeper. And I'm releasing a song every six weeks. Um, but now I'm what I'm writing on the uh, trying to write from a more spiritual aspect. When I was in India, I had a kind of a spiritual evolution. So I didn't have like a blinding light thing, but I got this real synchronicity where I started waking up at three thirty-three every morning, and that's kind of weird, you know. I mean, <laughs> you turn you roll over, it's like Groundhog Day, you know. You just whoa three yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And so I you know I googled it as you do. And there was all these YouTube videos about three, 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 and I'd never heard of anything like that before. And it says, look for synchronicity in your life. You know, uh, what you know, the other things. You're trying someone. Someone's trying to get you a message, or your higher self is talking to you. You know, uh, so it's weird. And I'm, I'm in India, so obviously I'm, I'm trying to think. You know, like when you're in Sri Lanka, you, you, you're, you're raising your consciousness a bit, aren't you? So, and I started seeing kundalini everywhere, and. I hadn't had any experience of Kundalini before. I didn't know what really what it was. But I was staying behind a Kundalini yoga centre, and the, this taxi driver started talking about it, and uh, the doctor I was with started talking about it. So, and he recommended to read this book, The Serpent Power, which is about awakening Kundalini, and it's it's in it's in a very complicated language. So I started watching this YouTube series about it, um, and it was from this American guy, Nehemiah Davis, um, and he's a yogi, and he. He's never been to India, but he started doing mantra and and pranayama and his father was a yogi in America. So I'm sitting in India (laughs) having my spiritual awakening from a guy in Miami, you know, (laughs) this good big guy who looks like a quarterback, you know, and he's he's talking about all these Sanskrit terms and the, you know, Shakti power. And yeah, it was weird. And um, so I've kind of been following him now and he has all these pranayama practices and mantras and um prayer and he talks about all this these are metaphysic metaphysics. So I'm learning about all the science behind all this strange Sanskrit stuff that I've heard about but I can really relate, you know, like I don't know if you read autobiography of a yogi. Um it's kind of a book about what it is to be a yogi and about this guy's awakening and uh you know, but the, when, when it's Indians talk about Indians, it's just, I can't, it doesn't relate to me. You know, I don't, this, this, this Kundalini and chakras, it's in another, it's in this other language. But, uh, yeah, when you hear this, this American talking about it and how he was, you know, has psychic powers and can do astral projection, leave his body at will, travel to the other realms, you know, perform magic healing, uh, incredible things. And he says it in such a matter of fact way, in such a, just as, you know, drops in in, when he's talking about the mystic constitution of man and then just drops in a little sentence about how he's had these crazy experiences. It just makes it all so believable. And, you know, I'm doing these practices now to try and awaken my, my, um, my, my psychic senses and it's going really well haven't had anything nothing spectacular but
0: <laughs> this is from the the book that you're talking about like that that individual's the autobiography of a yogi is that someone else? no that
1: was that's about um that's for about 60 years ago but um this guy is nehemiah davis and he has a website dot org, and he has videos on youtube mystic knowledge and he he goes into the occult but he explains it in a very methodical way about the metaphysical science behind you know, all the things that, that we, you know, all the crazy, crazy stuff that you don't really believe, you know, you, unbelievable stuff, but he explains it in a, the science behind it. And it's fascinating.
0: Well, well, that's what's interesting is because like, there's so many like religion, this religious, that like whose religion is better. But when I was working with these monks, like many of them believed that at, at a deep level, that Buddhism is the is the i lost it now buddhism is the is science is science like it's the science of the mind is what they say so it just gave me a different perspective of how to think about it because it seems like it's so clashing of which religions is better when you have to when you bring in different spiritualism but when it's science the science of the mind it just makes it so much clearer for me like that's what they believe
1: in yeah because the buddha he understood these things through experience so he could meditate and go down to a cellular level. Could take his mind and concentrate down to a cellular level and realize the the way this you know the rising and falling of atoms and uh, and um, you know when a scientist does this and discovers it in a in a rational way, it doesn't change him as a person. You know, he's still the same idiot. Yeah. But when 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 you, when you can experience these things through these practices that these these monks and yogis do. And it makes it real for you because only through experience do we learn these things
0: okay so we have you have the three different chapters if you will what, what do you call them three different yeah yeah and you're releasing a new video or a new music a new song what, what do you call it
1: yeah a new single yeah so there's i've done th- these three albums and now i'm working on releasing singles with videos i just did one um background worry which is about based on this Buddhism, that we have this incessant mind to a monkey mind chattering away and how we're making ourselves crazy background worry going on mental radiation. And I got, I couldn't make a music video because it was canceled because of COVID. So I, I contacted all my friends all around the world uh, and a few fans and i got everyone to send in videos of filming themselves singing the song That's and I put them in, I put them in order of age, so it starts with the little kids, and then as we worry our way through life, they get older and older, and it creates a really nice effect. And what is it? How do we find that? Just Google Jack Stafford on YouTube. Background worry.
0: Background worry. Awesome. I want to check that out. In YouTube. Okay. And then so after what does it look like on the in the back end for the the music industry is there something that you're working towards or something that you're striving for i don't i don't know how maybe you could explain to our audience what that looks like when it comes to the back end of getting getting something
1: produced throwing it up on spotify or maybe a bigger platform yeah well i'm um i'm an independent artist so i do everything myself but uh it's so we're so lucky these days we have we have all the tools that the, the major labels have all the big industry people have. We can, we can record on our computer. We have lot, we have logic pro X, the same software we have. I have the same microphones. Um, I can, I can get the same digital distributor. I can get onto Spotify. I can have my, I don't have to pay for printing of CDs anymore. It's I can get it distributed globally in a one week. Um, and then I have the same promotion tools. I have Facebook ads, YouTube ads. Um, I have the same editing software to make music videos. I can do everything, you know, I can, and I can contact all the people who can help me if I need, if I need a bass player from Japan, or if I need a an animator from Argentina, I can get them. And it's just, we have all the tools. We have no excuses. Now we, we should just a lack of creativity is the only thing holding us back.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you don't sound like you don't have any lack of creativity going on there. <laughs> that's True. <laughs> okay. Is there anything that we missed before we
1: wrap things up here, Jeff? No, I think that's great. I really, I really appreciate you taking the time to help me get my message out there and, and the message in the songs, because yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to write songs about girls anymore. I'm really trying to have songs about that uh, self-help songs that with a have a message and you know just like you're doing with your podcast, you have on people who you think can ha- help your listeners. And I I'm, I'm trying to do the same with my songs.
0: Very cool. Yeah, it's our pleasure. If we can do anything to help in the future, we're more than happy to can you direct our audience to I know we talked about it a few times. Do you have a website or anywhere you want to direct our audience?
1: Yeah, just Google Jack Stafford and and whatever comes up first, you know, Facebook or or my website or YouTube. Or Spotify. I'm um, everywhere. So.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, Jack, thank you so much for your time today. Good luck with your travels, if those happen again, anytime in the near future, and certainly with your <laughs> music as well.
1: Thank you, Drew. Really appreciate you taking the time.
0: All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. I hope you get a chance to check that out. I hope you get a chance to listen to Jackson Music. Super cool. I'm going right now to see what we have see what he has going on on Spotify and YouTube. If you get a chance, check those out on Spotify. You can follow people and you can also subscribe on itunes to different individuals those of us that have channels that are content creators that definitely helps very much to let, let let us know that there's people out there listening and appreciating what the work that we are putting out there so you can definitely do that for jack if you enjoyed this conversation and if you want more details all of our past shows are going up on exploring you can check out all past shows there. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash life You can follow us along there. We're putting up lifestyle tips, recipes, at-home workouts, reducing stress, improving digestion. This is what we do full-time, 100%. We are working on it day in and day out. We're also on instagram.com slash drewtadia. And if you're listening to the show, we would love it if you put a picture up and tagged us in your story. That always brightens my day when someone does something like that. I'm like, oh, yes, somebody's listening. (laughs) So nice. Of course, we track downloads and we can see that there's a good number of you here with us. So those of you that are coming week in and week out, we so much appreciate that. And those of you that are brand new, we hope to keep you here with us and enjoying the show for more, many more to come. Once again, thank you so much for being here.